This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson, and this is The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. And uh, it's time for the Fantasy Football Focus. And, uh, well, Matt... We're Not our best here. outing, huh? Um, we do still have a quarterback going here. Well, we might. I'm, gonna, I'm looking light through, it up. I might be looking at the wrong. No, we played Brock Purdy. What am I saying? Okay. Yeah. Our our uh, DFS lineup this week was junk. <laughs> junk. I'm sorry, I took us down the wrong road with George Kittle. However, we thought Debo wouldn't play, yeah. and the logic was. When and Debo doesn't play. Kittle blows when one receiver of the Niners doesn't play, Kittle blows up. And there's a lot of history of that. Well, they both played. In one catch for nine yards. And then Debo did nothing too. Yeah. You know. Ayuk went crazy. Ayuk went crazy. McCaffrey went crazy. Yeah. yeah. Uh one catch for nine yards for George Kittle. Brutal. Why are you paying him all that money for him to have one yard one catch for nine yards? I yeah. That, that doesn't make any sense. Um, Tight ends brutal this year in fantasy. It really is it's really tough. Uh, I also had to call on Javante Williams. <laughs> He's hurt now too. Yeah, he had three catches for nine yards and like three carries for no yards. Um, and they scored a lot of points. Yeah. So we can talk waivers later in the week, but P Ryan and I always forget the other guy's name are in play. I, I think if Javante misses a little bit of time. Except for the fact that the Broncos stink. They're bad. Yeah, yeah. and they don't play the Bears every week. Um, the Brock Purdy, Purdy call was actually the right one. Yeah, yeah. And we didn't pay a lot for him. Yeah. Um, he was used in 9.2% of uh, lineups, $5,900. We got 21.32 points out of him. We'll take it. Yeah, that's not that bad. That was our only fire in our, in okay. our We had a lot, <laughs> a lot of, of snow, chilliness. Yeah. A lot of snowflakes. Zach Moss wasn't a bad call. No. He had 70 yards in a two-point conversion. Only nine points, though, because he didn't catch anything. He didn't catch anything, but she had which been Which might be an Anthony weeks. Richardson thing. Could be. Could be. Don't throw to the backs. Yeah, I don't know. If they, I mean, that's a running quarterback trend without, yeah. quest, without question. You know, Hurts doesn't do it much either. Uh, Jordan Palmer, or Josh Palmer, I should say, uh, three catches for 77 yards. We didn't pay much for 40, him. Yeah. 40, like we thought, though, it was very chalky. 40% of the owners. Oh, did he? That's a big yeah. number, yeah. Okay. Um, it was so cheap. <laughs> we paid up for Justin Jefferson. He had six catches for 85 yards and two touchdowns. This is how good Justin Jefferson is. Mm-hmm. That didn't even get him a fire. That doesn't get him a fire. <laughs> he had 26 <laughs> and a half points. And didn't get... oh, um, yeah, right. <laughs> it's like his average game. It is. Remarkable. <laughs> Uh, we he never had, lets you down. The aforementioned Chris Olave, one catch for four yards. Unreal. And I, We paid $7,100 for one catch for four yards. Yeah, he was a Matthew Berry, guys I love. And when we did it, I thought Winston was going to be in. Yeah. Now, I didn't. I may not have changed my stance on Olave. Honestly, that's what did us in is we started not one, but two Saints wide receivers. And all they did was throw to Kamara <laughs> over and over for no yards. Tampa destroyed them, too. Yeah, yeah that was that's 20, what killed us. You're 26 right. 9. But yeah, we yeah. had Shahid in the. Uh, Rashid Shahid actually outscored Chris Olave. I know. He had three catches for 33 yards. That was their deep balls. We took the passing game with the quarterback <laughs> with no shoulder. I mean, that, that that's flawed logic, obviously. 
but I didn't think he was going to play. I didn't either. Now you'd think if he would, he'd throw the ball down and be able to throw the ball down the field, and he was not. The Browns' defense was used in 42.8% of leagues. Okay, because banged up. Well, they were just weren't that expensive at the time. Yeah. Um, they that, weren't terrible, but they weren't good. Yeah, that didn't work out either. Four points out of them. Um, it could have been worse. We could have gotten negative points. Baltimore's out of them. not a great team to start a defense against because they don't throw that much. So there's not going to be many sacks. There's not going to be many interceptions. You know, they're the highest. I started my Baltimore information, and they're the the run heaviest team in the league right now. So that's a it's tough for fantasy defense. That bodes well for the Steelers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> What could go wrong there? Yeah, what could happen? Um, looking at the uh, this week's passing leaders, uh, Justin Fields leads the way. Th- yeah. 335 yards, four touchdowns, one interception. He didn't run that much. Not a ton. Um, he actually stayed in the pocket through the football because apparently you can do that against Denver's defense. Yeah, I mean, Denver's defense is really, really bad. And we saw what the Dolphins did to him a week ago, 70 points. But you at least have to be optimistic. I mean, we think he's a better football player than he's shown the first couple weeks. I mean, I don't. I have my doubts about the guy, but you throw for that in the NFL, it's something. Problem was they had a big lead in that game. What was it, twenty-eight to three? I think they scored twenty-eight unanswered points, and then they gave up twenty-four unanswered points yeah. to lose it. And he had a big fumble, kind of like Zach Wilson too. Yeah, uh, Josh Allen uh, lit up that. Uh, Miami defense, 21 of 25 for 320 yards and four touchdown passes. So a week after Tua had more touchdown passes than incompletions against Denver, Mm -hmm. uh, Josh Allen did the same thing to them. He had as as many incompletions as he had touchdown passes. I think Purdy was real close too, by the way. And uh, Allen... Is he number one in terms of fantasy quarterbacks you would want to own right now? He had a perfect 158.3 passer rating. In that and game. we'll get to Stephon Diggs, but he was a dominant player in this game, yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Hurts was 25 of 37 for 319 and two touchdowns. Coming around. Yeah. I mean, it's not just uh, legs reliant. Well, I'm, I'm sure we'll mention A.J. Brown. He blew up, you know. So a couple of the studs came to play in the receiver position. Uh, Stafford had 319 and a touchdown. Looks good doing it too. He's yeah. never going to run. He got a little bit hurt in this game. He tough toughened out through it. And Puka was big again. Two twos all right. I mean, they're they're hanging in there. Cups right around the corner too. Uh, Stroud had three oh six and two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Um, He's probably in the top twelve. If they're going to run him like they, you know, like yeah. they did. I mean, is he like the tenth to twelfth quarterback for fantasy? Maybe. 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 Uh, Sam Howell had 290 and a touchdown. He's aggressive. I mean, that game went to overtime, too, which hurts. Took, hurts five, and took five more sacks. He didn't throw any interceptions. Uh, he takes he's so gonna many take, sacks. He's going to break the sack record. This yeah, year. it's all or nothing with that guy. Yeah. But uh, for fantasy, it's not, too, not so terrible. Brock Purdy was 20 of 21 for 283 yards and a touchdown. <laughs> it's pretty much a Purdy stat line. Yeah. That was only good for a passer rating of 134.6, though. That's why I don't quite understand passer rating. He <laughs> completed everything that was asked of except for one. Uh, yeah, touchdowns are – it's very touchdown dependent. Uh, Tua Tagovailoa, 282 in a touchdown. He was sacked four times. He was 25 of 35 in that game. Also threw an interception. Um, 
But one, if that's his floor. One touchdown pass, though. So. Yeah, I mean, that's probably close to his floor, though, for fantasy. I mean, that was a tough day for Miami, all in all. And uh, Achan, I was I'm trying to do my best to pronounce his name right, was a force once again. And, you know, two is still Sardom. I mean, don't worry about him. Yeah. Um, it's a blip on the radar. Looking at the, the bottom side of this, um, Dorian Thompson Robinson. Of the players, he was totally that, overmatched. Yeah, 121 yards, three interceptions, four sacks. He took. Mm-hmm. Um, they need to show him wants him back bad as soon as quickly as possible. And who knows what to make of that? I mean, it sounded like he was close to playing. Maybe they knew all along he wasn't. But the rest of their offense isn't usable without him. Yeah, I mean, Ford and Cooper and those guys. You mentioned Derek Carr. He had 23 completions for 127 yards. 13 of them were Kamara <laughs> for like 30 yards. I mean, that's, that's a hard stat line to do. Yeah. Uh, Kirk Cousins came crashing back. Yeah, they only sure threw did. the ball 19 times in that game. Jeff- Jefferson still had a good game. With so Jefferson. it is. Uh, but like Hawk and Addison, and the, they ran the ball, actually, yeah. for the first time Yeah, 12 of 19 ever. for 139 yards and two touchdowns with two interceptions. Mm-hmm. Would you hesitate to start him next week or going forward? Probably not. No. But, not um, yet. Yeah. Mac Jones, 12 of 21, no touchdowns and two interceptions. He got benched. Got benched, then he came back in, and uh, he was not operating efficiently. Joe Burrow, 20 of 30 for 165 yards and no touchdowns, no interceptions, three sacks, and a lost fumble. That's like his everyday. That's 2023 for He's Joe not Burrow. usable right now. No, you got you got to bench him. I'm, uh, <laughs> it looks like Higgins is going to miss time. Yeah. Uh, that, Chase that hurts like them. Got, yeah, yeah, that yeah. hurts them. Uh, Justin Herbert in that game against the Raiders. Know, would only... you consider bench or dropping Burrow in a shallow league? Mm, not only if you want to drop him, but he's gonna sit on your he's gonna sit on your bench for a while. I'd try to trade him. Yeah, you're not gonna get full price for him, but mm. you, you try to maybe there's a, a Burrow fan, believer out there that's hey I, he's gonna turn this. My around. son asked me last night. He's like. Guy in my league offered me Burrow for Watson. I'm like, I'm not doing that. Could pay off for you in November, but depends how bad you need him. Yeah, really. That's, that's what it depends that's on. That's what comes out, yeah. You can always find a quarterback. but uh, The rushing leaders, there were eight guys over 100 yards. Derrick Henry, 22 of 122. Dominated uh, that game. For a touchdown as well. Mm-hmm. Um, played keep away from the Bengals. They won that 27-3 to uh, David Montgomery on Thursday night. Oh, yeah. 32 for 121 and three, count them, three touchdowns. Yeah, you want a piece of that offense, and he's a big piece of it. Uh, Isaiah Pacheco had uh, 20 for 115 in a touchdown. I think he also had like 50 yards receiving in that game. Yeah, he was a focal point. I mean, they're still looking for receivers, and Kelsey didn't blow up, and, you know. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, 20 for 106 and three touchdowns. I think he caught one too, right? He yeah, had four total. He had yeah. four total. He's the first pick overall if you were drafting the day, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bijan Robinson, fourteen for one hundred and five, didn't score in that Looked game. Looked phenomenal, and also contributed as a receiver. Their problem is their offense is just Ritter's bad, and when they get down, their their passing game doesn't do anything. But he's game script. He's not game script dependent at all. Khalil Herbert had eighteen for one hundred and three. I don't know if I trust it, but he really grabbed the hold of the job. Yeah, there was he, a lot of people wondering, is Johnson going to yeah. factor into that? He's still the lead horse. He is. He is. And he's a good player. Kieran Williams 
had 25 for 103 and two touchdowns, 4.1 a carry. Um, I, I don't know what to think of him. I was hesitant to trust him, but I think it's a big enough body of work that he's going to be the guy. And, he's going to get. He's going to be on the know, field a lot. Their um, offense is pretty good. I mean, it's good enough. Stafford, Cups comes back. I'm kind of in on their offense. And then uh, Devin Achan, eight for one hundred and one and two touchdowns. Explosive as could be. I don't know if it'll hold up, but ride it as long as you can. I can only imagine they they're they're thinking they got to get him more than I think. I mean, I think he's their lead back. Game. I mean, I bet he's. I don't know if he'll lead the team in touches, but he makes the most of them. He could be a league winner. Uh, Alexander Madison just missed with seventeen for ninety five. Uh, you had Damian Pierce with twenty four for eighty one. The end end result of that doesn't look great. Three point four yards per carry. His tape was much better than his box score. Yeah. Uh, Jaleel McLaughlin is the guy you were trying That's to think I always forget Denver. his name, yeah. Seven for 72. Kind he of a third down back, but yeah. people are really high on him. Uh, then you had Najee Harris at 14 for 71. I thought he looked really good. They, I thought he was the best player. They would have liked to have gotten him the ball more. Yeah, he was playing um, really tough. But the defense Real- couldn't keep him on the field. Madison but- and Pierce are kind of similar, just to rewind 30 seconds. Are you trusting them for fantasy? You know the team wants to use them. They want to use them. But they haven't been able to until this week. I might need another week to, you know, put ties in their favor. Uh, Zach Moss had 18 for 70. Yeah, mentioned him. Needs to catch a ball. Mixon had uh, 14. Taylor's eligible now, right? Taylor's, they're they're talking about starting the clock on him. Okay. A lot of those guys are coming back. That may be forcing them to Taylor to make a decision. Either yeah, you come yeah, yeah, back yeah. and practice for us where you're shut down for the year. Mm-hmm. But there, we'll get news on that probably sooner than later. It wouldn't surprise me if Taylor does come back and then comes up with the phantom hamstring or something good, like that. Good, yeah. You know, just to make sure he gets paid and gets the year accrued. But we saw Kamara come back, you know, guys like Jamison Williams, Cop, a lot of these dudes we haven't seen all year are starting to filter back into the, your fantasy life. Yeah. Uh, looking at the receivers from this week. We had uh, just seven players over 100 yards receiving. Mm. A.J. Brown mentioned nine for 175 and two touchdowns. Yeah, he looked like himself, too. Nico Collins, seven for 168 and two touchdowns. That's becoming a trend. He's really good. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you drafted him, both where ways, he's going? For him and for the Steelers, giving up oh, big yardage yeah, to yeah, receivers. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Puka Nakua, nine for 163 Speaking and a touchdowns. A I mean, yeah. He does it every week now. Brandon Ayuk, 6 for 148. Didn't score, though. Didn't score. McCaffrey scored all their touchdowns. No, yeah, but I wouldn't worry about Ayuk at all. DJ Moore, sitting probably languishing on everybody's bench this week, had 8 for 131 on the touchdown. Yeah, he's probably at that point where you were mad at him, so you benched him, and then now he's got some juice again. I yeah. guess I trust him. He's a good player. I mean, if they're going to – like, they Claypool was inactive this week for them. I don't know if And they told him that. just to stay away from the facility. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, they're trying to trade him. I don't know what you get for him at this not point. Not much. Not, you're not going to get what you paid for. Right. you paid. Stephon Diggs, you mentioned six for 120 and three, count them, three touchdowns. He was awesome. Yeah. And then the final 100-yard uh, receiver was uh, Chris Godwin, eight for 114. Why didn't we see that coming? We, we talked about – the uh, Evans Lattimore thing. Yeah, Evans Lattimore thing. Godwin always blows up against them. Yeah, he does. And Evans was in and out of the lineup too. So Godwin got even more attention. 
Uh, is it Palmer's their third guy? He yeah. wasn't bad either. The, yeah, he scored. Bucks, yeah, the Bucks are. A, they might. Are they the best team in that division? They might be. Maybe three and one. Um, I don't trust it. No. <laughs> Just missing but the Godwin cut. and Evans. I'm playing for fantasy. Marquise Brown had seven for ninety six. He's better than I thought too. He's okay. Romeo Dobbs had uh, nine for ninety five. Well, seems like a long time ago, but yeah. I mean, he's, I've been selling him short he's, all he's along. Got to play every week. Mm-hmm. The top t- tight end. You're gonna love this. Jonu Smith had six for nine. Oh yeah, it was. I'm trying to think. I'm like, it's nobody that was fantasy relevant. Jonu flipping Smith. Yeah, he's not terrible, but man, can't can't that go to Pitts? <laughs> I don't know as much Pitts stock as I used to, but you want enough to guy. enough to be completely oh, frustrated. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Terry McLaurin eight for eighty six. So there's a weird McLaurin note. I think. Washington fumbled one into the end zone and he jumped on it. And a lot of his fantasy owners were, Where's my points? Well, most leagues don't give you credit for that. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, yeah. you, you scored, but That's you're a, not going to yeah. get it. Team touchdown. Yeah. Cole Komet had seven. He was actually the number one scoring tight end this week. Seven for 85 and two touchdowns. I might be wrong, but I think it's been two or three weeks in a row where he's been a fantasy worthy tight end. Yeah. I, I'm not sure I trust that. He's probably available in a lot of leagues, though. Oh, I would think. Yeah, he might be a hot pickup this week. Could be. Could be. I would. Understand I don't know what the waiver wire looks everybody's like. Everybody's but... reaching for tight ends. Oh, everyone's desperate, right? Uh, Justin Jefferson six for eighty-five and two touchdowns. Doesn't Christian get the fire, Kirk though. eight for eighty-four. Overseas, they've just stopped throwing to uh, to Ridley. Ridley, he caught a touchdown early. He had two catches. He had two. He's. I think he's like leading the league in drops right now too. Uh, Josh Jacobs at eight for eighty-one receptions. Yeah. Hmm. I didn't realize that. Okay. That's, wow. That's uh, a nice day for him. Mark Andrews. The Ravens remembered he's on the team. He had mm-hmm. five for eighty and two touchdowns. Two touchdowns. Yeah. yeah. So they had two receivers out, and they went. It was all Zay, and it was all uh, Andrews. Devontae Smith, seven for seventy-eight. Jake Ferguson, who we talked about last week, he had seven for seventy-seven. I bet he's a hot waiver wire pickup this yeah. week. I mean, the desperate tight end teams say, well, he's a better version of Dalton Schultz than Dallas. Uh, Josh Palmer, three for 77. Thielen did it again, seven for 76. Two different quarterbacks, too. Yeah. I think that's kind of telling. Uh, Michael Wilson will be a hot pickup this week. Yeah, maybe. Liked him at the, at the Senior Bowl. He had seven for 76 and two touchdowns. This isn't real fantasy related, but for where they got him in the NFL draft, they may have got a starting wide receiver. You know, yeah. he's a good player. Uh, Devonte Adams eight for seventy five. So that's a floor for him. Yeah, Star. I mean that's with Aiden O'Connell. That was with Aiden O'Connell. That's yeah, still not a point. bad fantasy game. No, for not him. at all. Jamar Chase seven for seventy three. So a couple. Of those... He's gonna get so much attention, but he's gonna get so many targets. I mean, no Higgins now. You know, yeah. it's uh, McCaffrey had seven for seventy one in the touchdown. <laughs> and he's been on both lists. Yeah. Uh, Josh Reynolds had three for sixty nine. So he showed up again, but. He got shut out last week, mm. and they get Jamison Williams coming back this week. He will play this week, right? Yeah. Because his isn't a, like, warm-up, you know. Yeah, he could come back. So I would assume just... that, that's, that Reynolds is the guy that takes the hit there. I would have think so. They're, 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 they're not going to bench him on Ross St. Brown. No, no, yeah. no, no. Absolutely not. So you get a better version of Josh Reynolds. 
basically. Yeah, it should be. Yeah, I'm excited about Williams, yeah. but he's had a weird career. Uh, Tyler Higby had five for 64. It's about what he does. Yeah. I mean, in the tight end world, that's not so bad. DeAndre yeah. Hopkins, four for 63. Ugh. I mean, their passing game in general worries me. Alan Lazard had three for 61 on the touchdown in that game last night. Made a couple of plays. Yeah. He's not terrible. He's a big slot. Wilson played a little better. Zach. Garrett was good, too. They actually got the ball to Garrett and Hall a little bit. Gabe Davis had three for 61 on the touchdown. That's a Gabe Davis day. Mm-hmm. Maybe you expect 90 yards instead of, you know. But... He's not for me, but he's been better than – he's been okay. And then – is this the floor? Is this the ceiling right now for Garrett Wilson? He had nine for sixty. He averaged six point seven yards per catch. I know they're doing things to try to get him the football. Yeah, but they can't get it down the field to him. No, the protection's an issue. I don't know that I'd like trade him now. You know, sell high on I him might, or anything. I might but... try to trade him right now. Like, hey, he he just he had nine nine catches. I know. He's just or he's just a great him, player. That's fifteen fantasy points. Like, hey, that's. Live, you could live with that. One thing I do believe in in fantasy is, like, everyone watched that game. Yeah. And it was good press. And like, oh, I'm going to buy low on Wilson now. Well, it might be not a terrible time to dump him. Yeah. Uh, looking here at uh, the waiver wire for running backs or guys that might be out there. Uh, mentioned McLaughlin. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh Kelly had a decent game, 17 for 65. Where's that been the last couple of weeks? Yeah. But Eckler was Eckler more of a game-time decision yeah. He ended up being doubtful, yeah, right. so he's probably back. You would think. Uh, Brees Hall had six for 56. They're just not giving him the ball enough. He had a 43-yard run. So yeah, but he's on the way. His other five, catch, his other five uh, carries, he had 13 yards. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're just – they can't run. They can't run the just ball. just facing a stacked uh, box. Um, Darius Davis – Wide receiver for the Chargers had three carries for 51 yards. He's their jitterbug yeah. after the catch, punt returner type dude. I, don't be. Don't look at the box score yeah. and yeah, say, oh, I got to pick this guy up. Yeah, that's probably a game yeah. game plan thing. Uh, Pierre Strong had five for 49 in that Did game he? for Cleveland. Is that mop up duty? I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll learn more about that. But my hunch is. Yeah, he had yeah. a 40 yard run in there as well. But you're not loving Ford at the moment. Ronnie Rivers with the Rams. Yeah. He had nine for 47, and his, his long carry was nine yards. He's not terrible. Yeah. And so he's the bag, he's the handcuff to Kieran Williams. I was going to say, that's, you might want to do that a week before Williams gets hurt as opposed to the week that you're fighting your whole league for him. He's probably it. at least worth putting on your radar if not mm-hmm. if, if you have room on your bench to stash him. Like in my one league, I have Kenny Pickett that I'm not going to use for a couple of weeks, and I might grab him, you know. Like, yeah. I picked up Stafford, and, you know. He's uh, one injury away from being a guy that's getting 20 carries yeah, a game. it's not a bad offense. Yeah. Yeah, and he's so. not a terrible player, despite not people knowing him. Yeah, so Plus, that's... Ronnie Rivers from the Rams is fun. Ronnie Rivers and the Rams. <laughs> <laughs> the Rams, Ronnie Rivers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, that's always fun. All right. Uh, we got a game tonight, Matt. And, uh, yes, we do. Who's Seattle, Seattle Giants? Seattle and the Giants. Uh, if you're doing Saquon's a de- back, right? No, no. No, he's, he's out. He's doubtful. Okay. okay. Uh, doubtful in this one. Uh, Kenneth Walker would be a nice. Yeah. Um, Tim Benz and I do a fantasy segment, you know, for our pregame, and we both pick Kenneth Walker as, you know, could have a really big game against Wondell Robinson game. would be if you're, if you're putting together yeah. a, a single game DFS, that mm-hmm. would be one to, Maybe stash in there somewhere. Yeah. Um, 
I was trying to think of who else. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not really coming up with any sleepers, but neither D is particularly good. It might be a better fantasy game than it looks like on paper. Yeah, I mean, I would imagine. I mean, both receivers for for uh, Metcalf and Walker. Yeah, both yeah. for Seattle are, are are good. Waller Jones is a good fantasy player. He is. He's a, a much better single game standalone. And Geno's not been terrible either. Yeah. Um, you can't, you're not going to be able to afford all those unless you do pay right. down for a guy like Wondell Robinson. Wondell's a nice pick. Maybe one of their tight ends, Fant or somebody like that, has a decent game. Yeah, um, I'm keeping just an eye on Charbonnet's usage because it's gone up every week. Yeah, and I, I don't know they'll cut into Walker, but he's a pretty good player. Yeah, and of course Brito will handle most of the running mm-hmm. for the uh, Giants. So. I'm not expecting much, but the uh, the defense he's facing is pretty favorable. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Anyways, we're going to get to a break. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Driver on Steelers Nation Radio. That was the fantasy football focus. We apologize for that uh, really awful, dreadful, disgusting fantasy lineup. We yeah, we didn't help week. much. That was bad. Yeah, uh, That's probably our worst lineup of the year, I would guess. Yes. Yes. I would guess so. Yeah, yeah. we'll be better. I yeah. mean, Alave, Kittle, they were bad. They were bad. Yeah, right. uh, we'll be better, and we also will be back right after these messages. Showtime! The black and gold live here 24-7. This, this is, is SNR, SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson. On your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. You can gear up with the latest Stideline apparel, hats, or jerseys of your favorite players, authentic memorabilia, custom items, and exclusives you can only find directly from the team at one of the official Steelers Pro Shops located at Acrisure Stadium, Grove City Premium Outlets, or Tanger Outlets, or visit us online at shop. .steelers.com You ruined I had a perfect one going there Matt and you coughed in the middle of it. I know I was holding <laughs> it back and I, I put it over here See like I've done a lot of radio in my life and there's some cough button around there here somewhere There is cough button somewhere I don't know where it's at in this I studio. don't know I where it no is either. I try to like stick it in the corner over here and muffle it the best I can Sorry <laughs> Water went down the wrong pipe I'm going to survive though Okay. I think I'm going to make it. All right, yeah. good. That, I, I don't want to have to finish the show by myself. You probably and I would be concerned if something bad well, if happened. If I'm over here, you know, <laughs> just, just get the I, show I'm going. I'm not going to give don't you mouth about to me. mouth. Don't no, worry that's about all that. right. So along those lines, you know how we do, we both do pre-pre-game show, and then I do the call from my basement. Yeah. I fought through like 10 sneezes through that call. <laughs> my buddies are like, are you okay over there? I'm like... Show must go on, but I'm like half sneezing and coughing, and Pursuit is asking me stuff, and I, I, I was a warrior. <laughs> the show must go on. <laughs> I always worry about hiccups. You had hiccups the one day. I, that's my, I did have my biggest one fear. Day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bill Barnwell on ESPN mm-hmm. uh, put together a little story here for Monday, as he will do, and he, of course, uh, th- this one is the. Uh, NFL Week 4 blowout losses. Which team should be concerned? And, of course, the Steelers are mentioned in this one because... I think there's like eight or nine of them. <laughs> oh, look see. at that. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's just, contagious. This is contagious. My goodness. We need to figure out that <laughs> cough button in here. That's yeah, kind of technical. Uh, yeah, I don't want to... There's like... I'm not touching any of that. That soundboard has like... 87 buttons on it, and we might launch the nukes if... No, uh, I'm not touching that ever. Right. 
anyway, so the first team on here is the Miami Dolphins. Um, there was so last. does he rank these in terms of least concerned? I don't know. I'm not sure of that because I, I I only read the Steelers section so far. I will go back and read the others. Yeah, I didn't. But they would be my least concerned. Uh, oh, okay. So I'll stack the other six teams in the order of how concerned I feel about their situations after being blown out in the field, starting with the team I'm least concerned with okay. about in part, in part because the team the route has been dominant in each of the last three weeks. So the Dolphins are his number one team on there. I don't think anyone's crying for the Dolphins at the moment. No, and I, some of that I think the the Bills – Probably got sick of hearing about the Dolphins. Oh, I have a feeling. In their building. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you just scored 70, and oh, by the way, uh, you pretended that you were. Here's the thing about what the Dolphins did against the Broncos. Mm. They took a knee late in the game when they could have kicked a field goal to set the record. Could have set the record, right. Prior to that, they're throwing 70-yard bombs Oh, they weren't kind or gentle oh, 50 about points. any yeah. of it, right? Don't don't be like, oh, they took oh, it easy. Oh, look on. how magnanimous uh, Mike McDaniel was. Right. No, 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 no. He Den- had, he had his backup quarterback in there throwing uh, throwing seventy yard bombs. And Denver's out there in the hundred and thirty degree heat or whatever, just n- no resistance whatsoever. Speaking of which, did you see what James Franklin did the other day? Penn State's uh, no. coach. They had their backups. I knew there was something. They're up. I think they were up twenty points against. Northwestern. Okay. Games in hand. Games in hand. The backup quarterback fakes taking a knee and throws a touchdown pass. Uh, that's not going to be forgotten. Yeah. In a Big Ten game, too. Yeah. I'm not cool with to that. To cover the spread yet. Oh, really? Yeah. Because it's... I, mean, I don't care about that. And I get that the Penn State... He shouldn't care about that. He shouldn't care about that. But that doesn't even... Like, the NFL, it doesn't matter. No one's voting for your spot. But that doesn't even help your cause. Right. It's not like, wow, great job. Nah, I'm not cool with that. Yeah. Fake taking a knee and then threw a touchdown pass. Mm. Yuck. Yeah. Uh, and there are people defending that. Really? Yeah. For that reason, well, Penn State fans. Well, oh, sure. I mean, you just you got to stop it. No, you're t- you're taking that's, that, that's a gentleman's agreement. I understand. It's... Like when people got upset when they scored uh, late in the game, I can't against uh, Michigan State, I think mm-hmm. it was, or something like that. And they ran the, like their one of their backups had a touchdown run late in the game. Okay, I uh, get it. Yeah, I get you're not going to tell them not to play. Fake taking a knee, right? That's different. When Bama has their threes in that are all eighteen-year-olds right. trying to become a one, and they're you still running play. over yeah. whoever, you so be it. Now, okay, Penn State fans, and I, I don't care. I, I'm not super loyal to Pitt or anything like this. So next time when they take a knee in Indiana or Michigan State, blast your yeah. blows your whole offensive line and quarterback apart. Don't cry about it. Right. Because that should come. Because you put it on tape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You put it on tape. Um, yeah, so he's not concerned about the the, uh, the Dolphins. Dolphins. But I guarantee that the Bills were trying to rub their noses in a little bit. Like, oh, you're the yeah. you're the uh the new kid on the block here. You're gonna you just scored seventy and you're gonna come in here and run us out of our own building. I think not. However, like when we looked at the tier one teams last Tuesday for power ranked, I thought they were the least, the most fragile. You know, like I'm not worried about the Eagles, the Bills, Niners. You yeah. know, like 
I'm a little more worried about the the Bills now with Tredavious White having a torn Achilles. I don't love that. Okay. Not that he had been playing great. Mm -hmm. But their corner position is not super strong. It's not super strong, yeah. Mm -hmm. But I don't love Miami's defense before this, as elite teams go, you know. Yeah, that's the one big issue for Mm -hmm. them. He has the Saints at number two on the list. Hmm. I mean, I'm concerned. I would be concerned, too. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sh- I-, I think their defense is really good. I guess Kamara said some things like, this offense hasn't been good for two years. Yeah. Well, you know what's happened for two years is the head coach has been there and Sean Payton isn't. I mean, it's pretty easy to read between the lines. <laughs> yeah. And Kamara, who's been out of the out, out of the situation for a while, comes back and like, this ain't what it used to be. And this, this is after a game breeze. in which yeah. he touched the ball 20 plus Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I still think they're an average football team, though. Yeah. And I don't mean that good or bad. He has the Patriots at three on this list. I think he's out of Ooh, his mind. I'm concerned about the Patriots. The Patriots stink. Well, we just got a blurb that Christian Gonzalez is hurt, who's been a really promising rookie. Matt Judon's probably the best defensive player. He's out I think for the he, year. He's out for the year. Yeah. The, I don't. I got issues with they the offense. They don't have the any offensive weapons. No. No, no, no. They can't get Ramondre Stevenson going. Their offensive line is maybe worse than worse shape than what the Steelers is doing right now. I think now. so. I think so. Um, no, they're – and Mac Jones is, like, still complaining. And it's it's a weird Mac Jones-Belichick dynamic over the last two years. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Um, I, I don't I'm concerned. I don't think they're a very good team. I don't think they're a very good team at all. Uh, <laughs> like frankly, Jones, I, is, <laughs> Jones is three for seventeen on deep passes this season. Three for seventeen. I knew it was really bad. I know it was that bad. That's awful. Like I would be less concerned about the Bengals, who I'm yeah. sure are coming up. Yeah, but they're they're playing worse than this about anybody. At four, he has the Steelers. Okay, I mean, I would have the Steelers being less concerning than the Patriots, but behind the Saints. Yeah, I think so. I, yeah. I mean, I think the Steelers at least have um, – they get the bye coming up. Mm-hmm. They're going to get Cam Hayward back after. They're going to get Deontay Johnson back after mm-hmm. that. And we know that Mike Tom – and maybe that's what and you're – that's true with the Patriots. Say, so, maybe yeah. you're looking at this going, okay, we know exactly. these coaches aren't going to let this thing fall apart. Right. Like, I don't think either team's picking in the top seven or eight. Right. You know. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean that was a disappointing loss. At the same time, I can't help but point out this game was sixteen to six mm-hmm. late in the fourth in, in the third quarter, and then it kind of like when the quarterback went down, it kind of just okay, it's over. And I'm not sure what Barnwell's criteria is, but the Steelers are one game out of first place. I think New England's two, yeah, and looks like a long way away, yeah, you know, from Buffalo. Or Miami Technically, for that right now, the Steelers are in second place in their division. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're only behind Baltimore. Yeah. And the division's not looking great. No, it does. It doesn't. Um, at number five on this list are the Cincinnati Bengals. They're another team that's two games out. Mm-hmm. They got blown out by the Tennessee Titans. Blown out. A team that, that the week before got blown out by Cleveland, a team in your division. Mm-hmm. So I said this a week ago, and I still believe it. The Bengals could still win the the Super Bowl. I, I don't know if they can right now, but they could I don't also. Think that, I don't think that this is ever going to get. I don't think this season this is going to get better for Burrow. That's the thing. Like they need to. 
tread water until the buy and hope that the buy is the the cure all, which I don't know if it is. I mean, I what do I know about Joe Burrow's cast? Because they still have games against Kansas City. Oh, that's, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the division stuff's bad. <laughs> they got to play right. the Bills, like, and their defense has been on the field a lot and has been average to okay. And I still think their O line's not fixed, and now Higgins is hurt. Like yeah. this might be a six and eleven year. It, it could and, be, and then next year we're all talking about wait till they rebound after getting you know a good pick. Or I don't know if they maybe. can go six and eleven, maybe seven and nine, eight and, or seven and ten, eight and nine. Mm-hmm. You know they'll they'll get it to maybe get it together at some point, and but they're getting beat pretty bad right. They now. They don't have they don't have a running game to fall back on right now. That's no. that's part of the problem. The offensive line you mentioned is is. Is it worse than the Steelers' offensive line? It's hard to tell. The Steelers' offensive line is not playing well. No, no but that's not what any of us are saying. Equal. Right. It's it's, it's in that, it's on that is, tier. is their quarterback can't get – That's what I say. He has no that's escapability said, right now. That's why I said it's hard to, say, to tell. Yes. Yeah. Burrow doesn't help the matter at all. And they got run over on something. Like, yeah, defense is – problematic i mean their offensive numbers are as bad as the Steelers, if not worse yeah they're worse they're at the bottom of the league uh and then you get the falcons here at number six at two and two that's the team that he feels is in i don't know about that dire straits unlike all these other teams though i don't think they have a quarterback i mean i'm not saying mac jones and pickett or burrow level guys or even by the way two is playing but they can only play one way yeah Fortunately for them, they have a lot of games that they should be able to play that way going forward. Well, the thing is, with, when you look at Atlanta as well, mm-hmm. what does their defense do well? Yeah, I don't know. No. I mean, it used to be terrible in everything. Now it's bad at rushing the passer and okay at some things. Yeah, I mean, they had three sacks going into that game yeah. on Sunday. I don't know if they got the Trevor Lawrence at all. Not that I remember. Yeah. And didn't disturb them, I know that. They might be trying to sign some of those Toy Story players. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, hey, yeah. you look pretty the, good. The slinky the dog. Or the, yeah. <laughs> he bends around the corner pretty uh, yeah, well. Yeah, there you go. Good, good edge bender on that guy. <laughs> Give me the dinosaur. Or, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Potato Head. Or, you know. I didn't watch hardly any of that. I was on the air here and then travel, you know, going back and forth. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I watched some of it in the press box. and I mean, the Jaguars are in. Control the entire. No, way. I mean I didn't watch any of the Toy oh, Story. The, I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't get to see any of that. I saw a couple of snippets of it on online. Mm-hmm. It was what it was. Um, Funny though, my co-host Brian Peacock, he has a five-year-old son who loved it, and then he wanted to watch the late games. There you so, go. Mission accomplished. Bring a new generation. Prob- in. Probably right. better than all the Taylor Swift stuff in the night game. Probably, but although that brought in a bunch of people too, you know, the, I don't think the NFL is hurting for viewers. No, I don't right. think so either. I, look, I don't mind the Taylor Swift. That's great. I don't care at all. Do what yeah. you want. That's fantastic. But I don't need the announcers to make a Taylor Swift reference every five seconds. I don't know if you know what their intro was. All Taylor Swift songs that they were like introducing the Swifties who don't know what a first down is, you know, whatever. Uh, but yeah. they all thought that would be a terrible game. You know, we got to talk about Taylor Swift because the Jets aren't going to be competitive and, you know, it should have been Aaron Rodgers. Whatever. You know. Um, I really don't care. What they all have to be trying to try to be clever, though, and, you know, give, I tell you, here's a Taylor Swift, you know, they'll mention a Taylor Swift lyric. Like, she's some kind of genius with, with the lyrical mm-hmm. genius here. And I'm like... It goes right over the head of 90% of your audience, fellas. 
Including me. <laughs> including me right, as well. Right. Like, yesterday it included the the uh, the other announcer. Like, I, can't, I think it was went over Collinsworth's head. Like, didn't know what that was. He had no idea what he was talking about. No, I know like three of her songs. I know I live <laughs> under a rock. Yeah. But you have a teenage daughter. I do. And I have I a was, teenage daughter. She doesn't listen to Taylor Swift. See, I was going to bring that up because I don't know if my teenage daughter, who in gym class the other day, she's like, Dad, I learned about football. I used to think you, this is how little she knows. She's like, <laughs> I thought you had to count to five 1,000 before you could rush the pass. Oh. She thought the people on helmets in Acacia yeah. Stadium actually did that up until last week. <laughs> but she almost tuned into that game to see Taylor Swift. And she doesn't even that much of a Swifty. Like, she would have loved to go on the concert, but she almost sat there with me for four seconds before she got bored and said, Dad, this is stupid. But <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? Where's Taylor Swift? Yeah, your job's a joke, you know, but <laughs> but she would have been a perfect example of maybe she watches that game for only that reason. Hoping to see a glimpse of Taylor Swift I in guess, the press box. Because people are talking about it, so go check it out. She probably watched it on Instagram or whatever. She's probably more on top of it than I am. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, whatever. The NFL is not hurting for viewers. I, I, I'm a terrible father. The, the, the any of my siblings think that you rush the passer going five thousand <laughs> helmets and pads on. <laughs> I mean, come on. Uh, well, I'm a terrible father for different reasons. We used to have a. We used to have a. We I tr- we tried this when my boys were young. They, my my oldest son was like seven, and the youngest was four. And say, hey, let's let's do this. We'll have a we'll have a a, a turkey bowl game. Nice. So we go over to the, the park. Did you, night. like, mow down your daughter with a stiff arm? Like, <laughs> well, my daughter wasn't around yet. <laughs> okay. So this, the teams were me and my four-year-old son against my wife and the seven-year-old. And you're Derrick Henry and them out there just mowing I, everybody down. I stiff arm my wife to the ground. Nice. <laughs> she's a cute little thing, too. Like, she's no competition at all. She got angry, and that was the end of this turkey bowl for the Lolly family. <laughs> Should be. You ruined it. I can't help it. I'm a competitor. I know you are. I knew where this was going. I was hoping it was one of the boys you ran over. Uh, yeah, that happened. Okay. Anyways, we're we're overdue for a break. Uh, he is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to the Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back to finish up the show right after this. You're listening to the official voice of Black and Gold Nation, SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the Black and Gold, SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson, and this is The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. And uh, Matt, just going around the league here with some injury news and notes. Uh, there's now a report on NFL.com that Kenny Pickett has a bone bruise. Yeah, I saw that just uh, now. And could potentially play this week. Potentially. Potentially. Okay. Curious uh, what coach but with the bye that, coming yeah. up, maybe they decide, hey, let's let this thing heal up. And, and Mitch isn't a slouch. And who knows? I mean, it might do Kenny good to sit out for two weeks, reflect, you know, you, you're going to play your best guy. I mean, yeah. obviously, I'm not saying the, that The quarterback that gives you the best chance to win, yeah. Right, right, right. But might not be the best thing, worst thing for him mentally to not push it this week. Yeah. Who knows? I don't know. I'm just spitballing. Uh, looking here at some Hopefully other news uh, for the Falcons. Uh, Arthur Smith announced that Desmond Ritter will remain the Falcons starter. 
He's starting to get a lot of questions about it, yeah. as he should. Who's their backup? Uh, Heineke. So it's oh, not a Taylor total Heineke. nobody. Okay, I mean, yeah. It's, yeah, I mean, there's actually somebody you might consider. Uh, for the Ravens, uh, Marlon Humphrey has not played yet this season. And how about this quote from John Harbaugh? He <laughs> yeah. had, so Humphrey had foot surgery on August 16th. Uh, so we're about it's been six, that long. Yeah, wow. it's been, so we're about a month and a half out from this the surgery. Harbaugh is asked if uh, if, if uh, he is returning this week. Humphrey is returning this week. Here's the quote: "I'm hopeful he'll get back this week. I was hopeful he'd be back last week. If it's not this week, it pr- may probably be next week. He's in that range right now. We'll see what happens." Oh, really? Wow! Thanks that's, for nailing that, that one down, clearing Chris. it up. Yeah. People was, get mad at Mike Tomlin for talking like <laughs> These guys have been coaches a long time. They know how to dance they around. Know how to dance, yeah. I was hopeful last week. Now I'm hopeful this week. Of course you are. If it's are. not this week, then it'll be next week. Like Maybe the week after that. <laughs> cool. Thanks. Got I will, it. I will not eat it with a mouse. Yeah. I will not eat it in the house. <laughs> uh, for the Bills, Vaughn Miller will return to practice this week, but they're taking it one day at a time. Sean McDermott told reporters. Well, all the dudes that went on You get the clock IR, started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get, the four you get 21 weeks days. Up, so yeah. all these big-name dudes will start getting in these blurbs. We mentioned that Tredavious White suffered a torn Achilles in Sunday's win over the oh. Dolphins. He's just been, you know, it's it's been, been a long years, time man, since Tredavious yeah. White has been one of the top corners in the league. Yeah, really promising start to his career. Yeah. Pro Bowl-type dude. I mean, I, again, I hate commenting on injuries, but may never be the same, may never be back. I mean, who knows? Uh, one of their other cornerbacks, Christian Benford, is day-to-day with a shoulder injury. and uh, safety, I think he plays a lot, though. Yeah, safety Jordan Poyer is day-to-day. Uh, he has a knee. He missed that game he on Sunday. Play. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for the Bears. But offense, Hamlin did. Yeah, Hamlin, Hamlin did. Game, First yeah. time back. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the Bears, offensive lineman Tevin, Tevin Jenkins had a leg injury. He has been designated to return from injured reserve. Uh, he was a full participant in today's estimated walkthrough. Okay. They, they play Thursday night. He was drafted as a tackle, Yuck. and now he's a guard. But, yeah, yeah they, they could use him. That's a Thursday night game this week. I think it's like Chicago and – Washington. Yeah. Yeah, not Ugh. great. Not great. Um, Eddie Jackson, uh, the, their safety did not pra- uh, practice. He has a foot issue. Hmm. Uh, neither did Jalen Johnson with a hamstring. So that's two of their top defensive. Hmm. Yeah, backs. they play a lot. Um, their defense is really bad. In other news, Chase Claypool will remain away from the team this week as Chicago prepares for its Thursday night game against the uh, Commanders. That's according to Matt Eberflus. Uh, Claypool was inactive for Sunday's loss to the Broncos. They're apparently trying to trade him. I bet they get a sixth. And no, the Steelers should not trade no. for Chase Claypool. Nope, nope, no need. Uh, Zach Taylor said Joe Burrow will start this week against Arizona des- despite being limited. As well, you know, as, as plucky as Arizona has been this year, mm-hmm. that's a dangerous game for them. I mean, I'll probably take the cards and the points. I, yeah, I don't know what that's going to be, but right, they've been plucky, those Cardinals. Been, oh, they play hard. <laughs> they have a hard time lasting for 60 minutes. Yeah. You know, they play 40, 45 minutes really strong. And they got some dudes on the team that people don't know about that are better players than anything. Uh, T. Higgins told reporters he does not believe his rib injury will sideline him for a long period, and he could potentially play this Sunday against the Cardinals depending on pain tolerance. Um, that sounds like player being a tough guy. Yeah. He has broken ribs. I want to play. Yeah, and okay. I get that, but broken ribs ought to be hard to play with. Yeah. 
Uh, for the Browns, Deshaun Watson was medically cleared to play on Sunday, but did not feel comfortable ahead of Sunday's loss, Kevin Stefanski told reporters. Uh, Ethan Posick, their center, uh, is considered day to day with a knee with knee and chest injuries. Okay, makes uh, me think Watson's probably back next week, though. Miles Garrett is dealing with a foot injury and he's considered day to day, but he's expected to be okay. Remember, he had that in training camp too. Oh, really? I didn't remember. There was that. a foot injury there. He he uh, tweaked a foot, and remember he was walking around in his bare feet at training uh, camp. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so this that's uh, that bears watching. Might be more than just might be more than they're letting before, on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for the Cowboys, Rico Dowdle has a, a hip. He has a chance to play Sunday night against San Francisco. What a night game that's going to be. I know, that's Sunday pretty night. awesome. That's a good one. No, he left and didn't come back, though. Yeah. But they were winning big. Uh, Tyron Smith is, or Tyron Smith, I should say. Mm-hmm. We were just talking Game of Thrones off the. <laughs> uh, Tyron Smith is doing better and is hopeful uh, to at least be limited in practice this week. He's got a knee. Uh, Zach Martin with a quad also has a chance of returning this week. And Micah Parsons with an ankle might be limited early in the week, but that's not a concern according to Mike McCarthy. He got hurt in the game and came back. Yeah. But, you know, those are huge name guys. All three of those guys may go to the Hall of Fame someday. Yeah. Uh, for the Broncos, Javante Williams uh, suffered a hip flexor. Uh, we'll see that he's considered day-to-day. Um, Jamison Williams will be ready for the, the uh Yeah, it's fun. It's fun that we're getting some of these new guys, these Cups and Jamison Williams, these guys back sooner than later. He'll be reinstated uh, Monday, which was today, and uh, give him a couple of days to get uh, work his way back Acclimated, into the yeah. offense. The Packers worked out James Robinson. He's bouncing around more than that. That poor guy, man. Yeah. He's can't get a look anywhere, really. Uh, can't the, stick anywhere. The Colts will have will open the 21 day practice window for uh, Jonathan Taylor on Wednesday. Mm. Um, we'll see what happens yeah, with it's that drama. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo still in concussion protocol for the Raiders. Um, Likely out, I would think this week. But we'll see knows? what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you got to get cleared. Uh, Jerry Tillery uh, isn't expected to be suspended after his hit on uh, Justin Herbert. Uh, he was ejected from that game. He was ejected. Yeah. I thought ejection was a bit much. I watched it live, but it was very late. Herbert, by the way, has a fractured finger on his left hand. Fought through the whole thing. I yeah. mean, he's got a broken finger, yeah. Um, offensive tackle Cam Robinson has been reinstated by the league after serving his uh, four-game suspension, this for the Jaguars, mm-hmm. for violating the league's substance, uh, league's performance-enhancing drug policy. They need him back in a bad Yeah, way. they really do. The line wasn't bad against Atlanta, but they weren't facing a great. It's been a problem all year. Uh, Mike McDaniel announced that Teron Armstead with a knee won't play this week against mm-hmm. the Giants. Um, so that's noteworthy. It is. Really uh, good. Center Garrett Bradbury was close to playing on Sunday for the Vikings. as a chance he returns this week against the Chiefs. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Okay. Uh, for the Patriots... Matthew Judon has a, a torn biceps. Um, here. Yeah, that could be season-ending. And uh, Cam Jurgens with the uh, guard for the uh, Eagles is considered week-to-week for them. He has okay. a, a foot issue. Cam Beef Jurgens. Yeah. Um, eh, Mike Evans uh, is dealing oh, yeah. he- with a hamstring injury. Uh, that could make him uh, week-to-week as well. Okay. I can't remember. I think he returned, but that doesn't mean it's not bothering him. Yeah. Um, that's going to do it for the injury news uh, roundup for today. We'll see what happens in tonight's game. Uh, but that's going to also do it for our show today. So for my partner, Matt Williamson, for Brian LaMartina here on site, keeping us on the air, I'm Dale Lally. We appreciate you listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio.